Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <laughs> Look at oh, that. Hold on, I got to change that. I'm going to try to put some glasses on. What the heck? I, I, don't I thought know you I could put that. something on your face. I thought you could just yeah. do actual backgrounds. Oh, filters. That's what it is, right? Uh, yeah. You guys are getting I don't know how I did that over though. here. Hey, Sean, thanks for uh, coming back at your so you could have your second attempt at your first appearance on the show. Sure. Oh, <laughs> Lofa's got shades now. Sorry, man. Yeah. And, and to everybody out there real quick, public announcement or whatever, PSA, uh, our last episode, we recorded up in Seattle live on location from Wiener Schnitzel in Fife. Sean was the guest. We had a great chat with Lofa, of course, in person there and everything. And then, of course, Katie gets to gets to editing the file or whatever, and the file was corrupted or the computer spit it out wrong or something. I don't know what happened, but either way, we lost the audio. So apologies for not having an episode previous uh, previously this week, but we're going to do a supersized one this time. But and Sean is back, so don't worry, we'll make up for it. Yeah, shake these glasses, <laughs> man. That's a good filter. You can't get rid of them, right? Yeah. Uh, also, during the cold open, fellas. Oh yeah, check out what I got. Let's see what you get. Ah, oh, you got one, you bastard! Oh. I got a, I got a heritage I mean, distilling advent calendar. I mean, congratulations from our partners and our friends over at Heritage Distilling Company. Uh, I haven't cracked it open yet, and we are deep into December. So is the thing a try? I want to consider this a challenge. Maybe Uh, like you got some catching up to do. All right. So the, okay. I pull off the number one here. You every day leading up to uh, the big day, you pull off a thing and then you get something behind it. Here we go. Number one is uh, the dual barrel collection. Rye whiskey finished in vanilla. Ooh. Finished in vanilla barrels. Rye whiskey. What is this? What a beast. That's my partner. I shot you. Proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's rye. That's rye, all right, fellas. Should I keep catching up? Number two? Oh, oh, what? Why not? I'll take the two shots. Here, the missing link is in the room. Yeah, turn on her. uh, oh, Oh, buddy, this is... Sweet ghost pepper flavored vodka. Oh, you might need to make a bloody. Do you want to do it? Uh, yeah, why not? I'll <laughs> turn on your camera then for this. Ryan's one. gonna do it. Ryan, the missing link, is in the room. Everybody. Uh, one of the he's one of the uh, co-hosts of the release the show show now. Also, moving up in the world. Also, basically became a beat reporter for the Kraken. So what? you can hear honestly, Ryan's in the locker room asking questions after cracking games. Now he's like, Are you serious? Yeah. yeah, he's making it on the air on route. <laughs> I'll send you the videos. They're pretty funny. <laughs> Congrats. How'd that yeah. come about? Well, we got impress passes on release the show last year. And then, but now, I mean, I mean, he's like a full blown member of the press just for the podcast now for the release, the show show about the Kraken. The I other show. Yeah. Got him a one-time pass and threw a glitch in the system. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't figured yeah. it out yet. He's in there all the time. All the time. All right, so you're here. Uh, that's the second one on go- the advent calendar. Are you going to go for I it? I just realized it was ghost pepper. I said yeah. that. Sweet ghost yeah. pepper vodka. You want to do number three instead? What's number three? Okay. I'll, I mean, I'll still <laughs> do behind door number three. <laughs> What's number three? Where's pepper. number three? Do you see number three on there? 
man, I'll tell you, my rye is kicking in. <laughs> All right, here. Oh, here's number three. Number what three is what does he get? Bourbon whiskey finished in vanilla extract barrels. That's what oh, I just okay. had. I do that with you. It's not the rye, though. It's the bourbon right. finished yeah. in vanilla. That's going to be a little smoother for you. I'm maybe. not taking notes this episode, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Easy breezy. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. You know, this sweet ghost pepper uh, vodka smells good. Take a sip. Ooh. Just take a sip. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What do you think? A little bite? Ooh, it's pretty good actually. It's kind of sweet, and then it's got a little, a little hot finish, like a little, like a, like I don't want to say, you know, it's probably a competitor, but kind of like wow. Fireball a little yeah. bit, but not, not. It doesn't taste like a stick of gum like the way that other brand does. This tastes a lot better. Oh, okay, I'm take another hit. Oh, yeah. yeah, just sip on that through the uh, whole oh. episode. Ooh, I would do a Bloody Mary with that. Yeah, Ooh. that's what I was saying. That'd be good. Um, you guys, you guys want to start the show? We'll kick off the theme song. Did Ryan grab another one? <laughs> no, he just grabbed the ghost pepper. He just grabbed the ghost pepper. I set it down. He picked it up. It's good. <laughs> it is good, it's isn't good. it? Start yeah. the show. Woo. Take twelve. If you want to run uncut, yeah. Unapologetic from the club, yeah. And no politics in this club. Just dirt from the streets and the clips in the mud. Tech 12. Best podcast for the Seahawks. Number one sports talk. Yeah, we got it on live. Tech 12. Every episode 12. Hot take. And we rapping for Seattle. My play. Tech 12. It's the Take 12 podcast. On the Believe Sports Network. I'm Brett. He's Lofa. Sean Locklear joining us on this episode. Uh, returning champ. However, the audio is lost forever. It's one of the hidden episodes now. You had to be there. Maybe someday it'll get recovered and uh, we'll do a whole documentary about the lost footage or something. But he's here now. We got him. Absolutely. Shout out to our sponsors, everybody. Uh, we broadcasted live sort of from Wiener Schnitzel in person for that lost episode, but this time we're in the digital studio. It's this way. The Wiener Schnitzel Digital Studio, two locations, Everett and Fife. Go in, check them out. You forgot how delicious Wiener Schnitzel is. Do something different for lunch today. Chili dogs, uh, ice cream cones, root beer floats, uh, french fries, mini corn dogs, you guys. Don't sleep on the mini corn dogs. I got myself a six pack while I was there. Ooh, crunchy chili cheese fries, crunchy and delicious. Up. Oh hell yeah, Ooh. chili cheese fries, man! People were there pigging out with us. It was awesome. Uh, the toy drive, even though the audio recording of it uh, didn't come out, the toy drive that we had was a, a smashing success. Thank you to everyone who stopped by and brought an unwrapped toy. And if you missed it, the toy drive is going on for the entire month at both Wiener Schnitzel locations. So if you're headed out there, take an unwrapped toy with you, take several unwrapped toys with you, stop by, uh, someplace on your way there, you know, whatever store you want. 
pick some stuff up, take it on in with you, and uh, we'll be donating uh, all of those toys to Treehouse, which is a charity we've worked with a bunch of times here on the show. Uh, it's foster children and foster families up in Western Washington, helping them out, and uh, so all those toys will be going there this season. So thank you to Wiener Schnitzel, and uh, it's the first annual Wieners and Toys. Brought to you by your friends here at Take 12 and Wiener Schnitzel. Uh, Sean, Lofa, we lost the footage and we lost the audio and all of that, but let's just, if we can, just give a brief thought about the Carolina game since people missed you guys talking about it here on the show, and then we'll move on and we'll talk about the Santa Clara Niners. Lofa, go for it. They ran the absolute shit out of the ball <laughs> on us there. Yeah, I think we could. I think we can go to the next game. Yeah, and we talked about it for like thirty minutes, so we'll spare you <laughs> us complaining about that the entire time. Sean, um, what did you see out of their offensive line as to why they were able to manhandle our defense? Um, I don't think it was the offensive line; it was just mm. us not making tackles. Oof. You know, just, it wasn't a game plan. It was just guys not making the plays they're supposed to make. We'll you see. Know, so. That's that's scary. That's that's worse because we got the Niners coming up. Um, so we might as well just keep talking about our run D because it was horrendous against the Carolina Panthers. They ran for like 260. Uh, our rushing offense only rattled off, I think, like 40 something yards, 20 something yards. It was it was pitiful. Um, what are we going to do, Lofa? Because the Niners love to run and they're coming in on Thursday. Yeah, well, hopefully we get some guys back. You know, um, Woods, a little banged up. He's He's been a, a force for us all year. Um, Shelby Harris wasn't able to go due to an illness, so hopefully he's back. And that that's a big difference. You've seen the, the plays they made over the course of the season. Um, you know, even against the Giants, you know, when we were able to limit Barkley to very, you know, minimal gains. But also that play that Harris, the hustle play, always sticks out from that game where he, he – ran down Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. I mean, who's a fast, you know, um, quarterback. So they getting those guys back will help. But, I mean, I'd be surprised if, you know, we don't see maybe even a different scheme. Like maybe maybe they they ditch what we've been, you know, doing and, and maybe implore some of the 4-3 principles, uh, four-down linemen instead mm-hmm. of the 3-4, the just so we're gap sound, you know, and just like Lager said – uh, I think he said it last week when we, we talked. Uh, he wouldn't be surprised if we, we put the pads back on, right? Because you get a limited amount of padded practices. And, you know, I know what Pete's saying, he's not happy with. So uh, right. there's definitely and, – and then after that, if that doesn't work, you know, once we face the Niners, we might see, you know, some new players in. I don't know. Like, yeah. And that, that's like the last-ditch effort when – I mean, me and Sean have been there before. When we tried, all right, well, we're going to try a different scheme. Oh, we're going to try a different player. And it was against the Niners in 2006 when Frank Gore ran for 350 in two games. I still remember that. Mm. Yeah, nah, totally. Sean, uh, I mean, it's going to be all about the running game against the Niners. I think on both sides of the ball for the Seahawks, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, to, to the defense's defense, we can't start as slow as we did. We can't let the Carolina Panthers come into Quest Field with, you know, I can't say Quest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lumen. Lumen, yeah. You can't come into Lumen Field and let them go with, you know, Sam Darnold coming back in 17 to zip in the first quarter. You know, that's that's tough sledding, you know. And so with that being said, they control the game from then on out, right? Because they're up, you know, so they can run, pass, they can do whatever because – and then on defense, uh, they know we're going to throw the ball. So yeah. we were limited without our two starting running backs. 
So we were very limited in the run game. And then we also got to keep the defense off the field. You know, the time of possession was 40 to 20. At mm, some point, yeah. those guys get tired. We got to sustain drives. And, yeah, we didn't have our running back. We got two all-pro receivers that we got to find a way to get the ball to them and, you know, help on our offense. Totally. Well, and also, no disrespect to the, the quarterbacks that we've been facing lately, but they're not the starters for their respective teams. That's not to say they're not good players. But my point is, is that you would think from a game plan perspective, we would be coming into the game thinking, let's make these guys beat us. But we can't do that when they're running all over us. Because, I mean, Darnold, he only threw for like 120. He he threw for a touchdown, but he threw for 14, like 120 on top of that. He only completed 14 passes. We have to make these quarterbacks uh, uh, beat us. Or, you know, we, yeah. we, we got we got we, we to make that be – it's like in basketball. You got to force the guy left. Like, we have to actually do it. <laughs> they yeah. keep going well, right I mean, all game and laying it up. I mean, and that's what, you know, when we played for Holmgren, that it's, you know, it's a cardinal sin to let their best player, you know, beat you. Mm. Like that's that's what we're game planning for. And so, um, yeah, for them to come out and pretty much do whatever they wanted, that, that's got to be disheartening to say the least in that locker room. So uh, a lot of soul searching going on right now, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, the good thing is you rebound quick with a, you know, a, a game on Thursday. That, that's probably the only – well, there were some silver linings. The offense, if you want to get there now. Um, yeah. Well, actually, even, I was going to ask you about the short week since you brought it up because uh, you guys uh, both played and everything, and you know what it's like to go uh, through the preparation that they got to go through. But what? So uh, Thursday nights when you guys played was not every week the way it is now or anything. No. But what what is it like to get ready without the normal plan or with the normal schedule? Right. You got this one, Brad. Um, short week. Uh, yeah, but, you know, you like it this part of the season one because you've had a substantial amount of games to get prepared and get ready. So you know the game plan, you know the system. You're not going to throw out, you know, throw in so much stuff you don't learn. So, um, yeah. And two, you get, you know, after Monday, early Monday, that film is gone. That, yeah. that Carolina Panthers game is gone. You're moving in, and what better way to face pretty much your season? This is your game for the season. You know, there's a good chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, against your rival, who it always going to come down to this for what, you know, since beginning of the season, you yeah. know, it's going to come down to this game. So yeah, yeah, it should so, be ready. I hope so. And once again, it's not the game plan; it's executing the game plan. The game plan is there: defense, make tackles, offense, sustain drives, score some points, and keep the ball. That's, I mean, as simple as that. Well, if the key is to stopping their uh, star players, they're going to be without one of them because uh, Debo looks like he'll be out for about three weeks. Uh, but they still got McCaffrey, um, and you know, they're, and 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 they're going to run the ball because they got Mister Irrelevant, or, or maybe even not Mister Irrelevant at quarterback. Hey, however, anymore. however, he is Mister Relevant because he just steps in and, and wins football games. No, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, that that was the draft thing, but. They they didn't really miss a beat, you know. So I don't think it matters who plays quarterback for them. They we know what they're going to be about, and and can we line up and stop it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of our let's go to a sponsor because uh, I need to get a cool off and refresh or something after that. Let's see. Bet online. How about that? Bet online. The fastest and easiest way to wager on your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines find reviews and news for every league including major league baseball nfl nba nhl you guys know what i'm talking about 
Wager on sports. You know you do it. Do it with Bet Online. Promo <laughs> code, believe yeah. 50. That's right. For a 50% welcome Five bonus zero. on your first deposit, Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, they got to get this game. This is a big game. We know we get up for prime time games. Uh, did you hear that we're going to be wearing the uniform combo green on top, blue on the bottom? And apparently we are undefeated in that combo. Oh, okay. How you guys feel about the uni I mean, combo? Why not? I mean, if we're undefeated <laughs> and it's a chance of, you know, making us be more ready for the game. Sure. Yeah. You know. Maybe, maybe but, wear it every home game. <laughs> if we're undefeated in it. But once we all know, once that ball's kicked, uniforms don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Lofa. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. They actually, uh, they, the Hawks, they posted a picture of KJ Wright, like five pictures of him. And like, I was like, is it happening? Is he coming back? And it was just to announce the, uh, the uniform. Ah. And I was like, shit. Because, I mean, that, that could give us a, a run defense, a little lift there, maybe. And, well, that's something that we talked about in the last episode that I was just going to ask you about, which is the linebacking. Uh, it's being talked about a lot on Twitter. I mean, a lot of Seahawks fans are, are, are chatting about it, Brooks and Barton, and, you know, missed tackles like like Sean was talking about. Uh, they make a lot of tackles, of course. The stats, yeah. I mean, they, you know, but yeah. they might be making them too far down the field. What's up with the, the linebacking core? Yeah, um, just a little inconsistency. They, but they, but what consistently they do do is make tackles, like you're saying. I think they had 25 between the two of them last game. Uh, that's 25 opportunities to force a fumble because turnovers proved huge in that game as we were shut out two to nothing. Um, so, yeah, just a little more urgency with you know you get to the ball carry. If it's not just you and him, you got to go for that ball, and it affects the game and and the outcome. And I think. Over the years, Pete's got some crazy stats when he wins the turnover margin. Uh, I think it's like it's got to be up to like 60 in like two. So it's got to take a them playing a perfect game on the other side when we win, you know, the turnover margin to still have a chance to beat us. But like I said, I was still pretty impressed with the offense. No run well, game. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's what that's where I was going to go okay. next. Totally. Okay. Let's 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 flip the script. Let's flip the side of the ball. Talk about Sean's side of the ball, the offense, because even without a running game, Gino, he yeah. puts the team on his back despite the two picks, which the one was clearly offsides, and I think he thought it was. That's why he threw it. The first one was late. He wants that throw back. But nevertheless, still puts up great numbers uh, from an individual perspective. And, I mean, <laughs> he's doing everything he can back there. Uh, what, but what's the offense got to do against the Niners? I mean, run the ball for sure, right? Yeah, run the ball and just, you know, stay on track. Like I said, we can't, you know, start the game with a pick or, you mm-hmm. know, the way it is. That's just momentum killer big time, you know. And yeah. so momentum killer for us, we go in the hole and then they're, you know, the other side of the ball, they're fired up. You know, yeah. so the same way. We, we've heard all, we know all these stats. And just like you said, the turnover margin. You win a turnover battle, your chances of winning the game go significantly up, you know. And so Pete Pierce is that. We, it's all about the ball. We yeah. know that. So we once we can't turn it over, we got to sustain drives. You know, even if we're not scoring, we got to have a six, seven, eight play drive just to give our defense a chance. You know, give them a break and then punt the ball deep and then you know, you know, play the game because it's going to be a tough game. Like you know, that defense, 49ers, legit. Yeah, yeah, they are legit all the way across the board. So you know, and then their offense is standing there, you know, along with them. So we got to be ready. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know they're they're a better defense than the last two teams we played. Well, it was in Vegas and Carolina. Uh, Lofa, what do you see uh, with our receivers versus their secondary? Oh yeah, they get a good secondary. I think they have more touchdowns or more interceptions, fourteen or fifteen, and they've only given up eleven or twelve touchdown passes. So, wow. ball hawks, you know, they're all over the place. But um, you know, really, it starts with that D line, man, and Bosa. Um, and if they're going to be, if we don't have a run game, they're going to be pinning their ears back and just hunting. And so, you know, the way you have to manufacture a run game, even if you don't have healthy running backs. So whether it's screens, like Sean knows. You're sprinkling some draws just to like it looks like a pass set and it could fool them a little bit especially with the production our receivers all receivers had great games last week Goodwin, um dk and lockett they all went for like a touchdown and uh, i think close to 100 yards each so it's um you know that that's your weapons right now and that's how you have to game plan so that's what i want to see is you know just don't we didn't really give up, but the game dictated when you go down 17 nothing, we had to put it through the air a little more. But you could still get, you know, Gino some time back there with the, the, the quick draw or screen um, and just, you know, patchwork offense or, or a run game any way you can. Yeah, uh, I want to give a quick shout out and a deserved shout out to the receiving core because they're awesome. I mean, DK, yeah. Tyler. Goodwin. Goodwin, I think, almost has a perfect passer rating when thrown to so far this season or something I was reading online. I I don't know if it's exactly perfect, but close to it. Um, And then also, Tyler Lockett. Is Tyler Lockett the best receiver in Seahawks history? He could be. He's up there. Could be on his way to being that. I mean, another just incredible corner of the end zone. Toe tap. His yeah. his touchdown numbers, I, he's going to break records if he's able to stay healthy and stays oh, he with just, the Hawks. He's going to break team records for sure. Is he, he quietly the best receiver we've ever had in franchise history? I mean, he's one of the most he's quietly the top five receiver in the NFL. Nobody talks about Tyler Lockett. He's incredible. They don't. Yeah. And smallest guy out there. I mean, yeah. it still blows my mind that the catches and the things that he's open. Yeah, he knows the game. He knows how to get open. But and still, wide open. Wide open sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, he's Tyler Lockett. How is he that wide open? I mean, it's just, you know, his incredible route running, you know, and how patient he is and picking his spots. But, like, his spatial awareness, I keep talking about it, just to, like, take a snapshot when he's running his route and when he turns around, he knows where everybody is. And it was like that one – a year ago where he caught it on a corner route and he just started like moonwalking or backstepped and then went cut up the field and the, the DB and the safety just ran right into each other. Mm-hmm. It's, it's stuff that, you know, we take for granted probably as fans, you know, because he makes it, he makes it look so easy. And I think that's the, the, you know, and he doesn't really celebrate, you know, he's just, he expects to do it. That's how, how good he is. And so, but yeah, absolutely. He's up there. I think he just broke a franchise record, six straight touchdowns in a game. So it, he's got the record by himself now. And I think, you know, if he gets this one, he's just furthering his own record. And if you follow him online, he sells a lot of real estate. Wow. <laughs> he, and, he and I think he, like, I think he just got man of the year, too, for the He's Hawks, crushing he? it in, like, the business game, like, outside of the NFL, like, in the offseason. He's always like, oh, just closed another deal, like, just doing his thing. Like, because he's not, like, a big endorsement guy, but he should be. I mean, Tyler Lockett should be on every Gatorade commercial, but for some reason, he's not. He's just out there catching touchdowns and doing what Tyler Lockett does. 
and just being a humble guy about it. And I love his game, and I think we all love his game, of course, but I just don't know how often we talk about it, and we should, because he's awesome. Um, So hopefully he has a big one against the Niners. And uh, that brings me to our score prediction challenge, guys. Uh, We do the score predictions every week for what we think will happen in the game. And you guys listening can get in on our score prediction challenges by uh, commenting on the social media posts that are about the score prediction. We ask you guys to predict. You leave your your post there. Closest one to it, you, you you get your name in the hat for a $25 gift card from Simply Seattle. If you nail it, you get a $50 gift card from our friends at Simply Seattle. Go to shop.simplyseattle.com. Use our promo code. Uh, I'll leave. Hmm? Promo code? Hmm? Promo code? Black Lear. Promo code? Hmm? It's just this. Take 12. Yeah. 12% off at simplyseattle.com. Um, guys, score prediction. How do you see this one shaping <laughs> out? It's going to be a slugfest. NFC West. I mean, rivalry, you know, always a tough one. What's going to happen? What you got, Brad? Um, I'm gonna say 23-20 Hawks. Oh, I was gonna go with that. Oh, I swear. It's a big close one. Yeah, so I'm gonna change it. I'm going 24-20 Hawks. Well, <laughs> <Fair laughs> I think we show up. I did think you just prices write him? I did. The price one dollar, bitch. We. We need the 12th man. Brock Purdy has not been in a 12th man situation yet. Oh, so, yeah. On a Thursday night, too. That's on a right. short week. So. That's right. That's my. That's and my he didn't idea. play us last time. Prime Remember. time game. Uh, maybe a few 12s are at some tailgates, you know? Uh, a little... They're going to be there. Yep. Yeah. Be but responsible, so, I mean, they... everybody. But, you know, it's going to be a cold night. Maybe you warm up a little bit. You go in there and you lose your voice. Let's do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he didn't play us last time, and, and they didn't see the Gino that we know now. Like, Gino wasn't checking at the line that early in the season. So it's going to be, you know, I think the, the Niners are in for a surprise when, when they come up here. Yeah, okay, let me give you my prediction. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm not a football expert, so I always go with kind of a wacky score. And also, the Seahawks play wacky scores. They just do. I don't know why. Yeah. So I'm going to go, and I think with you guys, I think it's going to be close. I'm going to go lower scoring, though. Division rival, just a hard-hitting game. I think this is going to be a classic matchup primetime game between the Niners and the Hawks. I'm going to go Hawks 18, San Francisco, or Santa Clara 16. Respectable. <laughs> I don't know how it happens, but that's going to be the score of the game. Hey, I mean, it's, it's going to be big. I'm going. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere. It's going to be incredible because – you know, as Lockler knows, when we get towards the end of the season, the stretch run, I mean, the it just picks up a little bit. The intensity out there, the hits, mm-hmm. everything. Um, so I'm excited for this one. Even in the building. I know it's a little quiet and somber and they can't wait to get out there. But you you, you feel that when you walk in the door, like how important this game is. You yeah. Know? You're not going to sit and talk about it, but you know. Everybody in that building knows how important this is. Oh, yeah. It's going to be loud in there, you guys. I mean, you can start calling in for Friday already if you want, but let's go. <laughs> let's let's get in there. Let's get loud. Let's get a couple pre-snap penalties. Let's show them who we are and show them what we do up here uh, when, when the Niners come, especially. Uh, last thing to do before we get out of here, and because I said it'd be a supersized episode, Lofa, I figure we'll do with Sean what we've done with other guests, which is really uh-huh. get to know him with our fun question. Oh, that's the wrong sound effect. With our fun questionnaire. 
that has Let's intense music. There it is. <laughs> Start the clock. Sean, I got some random questions for you, my friend. Let's really get to know yeah, you. Sean, Sean was on our trip in Germany. We had a good time over yes. there oh, across the pond. Great time. Shout out to Delta. Shout out to everyone at Delta again. You guys yeah. need a flight. Jump on a Delta flight. They're the best. Uh, Sean, heads or tails? Tails. Always? Not always. Okay. But most of the time. All right. Yeah, with tails guy. Why the jersey number that you wore? You could go with your Hawks number, college number, or your superstitious guy. Lofa's a little stitious. Well, no, they they gave it to me. <laughs> Whatever they gave me, I was going to wear. All right. I was just glad to be here. Oh, man. If called upon, like if you were standing there on the sideline and Pete comes running up and he's like, all right, hey, Sean. He's got the gum going. <laughs> Sean. All right. I need you to either punt or punt return. Which one are you going with? Punt return. Yeah. There we <laughs> go. On the score. An athlete. There Watch we go. Guy. All day. Hey, I got a 12-yard kickoff return my rookie year. So Nice. I, oh, I got the nastiest look coming off the field, but hey, I caught the ball and I got 12 yards. What happened? Did, they, did, did they try to uh, pooch kick it or did they go squib? What it happened? Was, it was... Uh, we were playing the Dolphins. It's Amari Linda. Uh, Amari. Amari. Yeah, and he, had, he had a leg injury. So we know he wasn't kicking it deep, but he ah. was still playing. So we practiced this, right? But you're in the game situation, like, the ball seemed like it was just pooch, got there very quickly. And looked in the film, oh, it, Mo Morse was on my back, like, pushing me to go forward. <laughs> I felt none of that. <laughs> nice. How was the catch? You got soft hands? Was oh, it? Oh, yeah. I, All right. I, Definitely caught the ball. Okay. Yeah. So I was proud of myself, but when I came <laughs> off the field and I seen six four homegrown just looking at me with that card across his face, like, you caught it, but you don't ever do that fucking again. That's the look I got. And so, yeah. Hey, you should just told him I averaged 12 a catch. <laughs> Put me Come back on there. I wasn't brave enough for that. <laughs> what was your go to halftime snack? I wasn't a big eater, but if it oranges. Okay. Just seemed to replenish and refresh. I didn't like a lot of stuff in my stomach, to uh -huh. be honest. Like, yeah. Uh, what? Oh, oh. Well, they're they're doing this next year, Lofa, which I think we should just take credit for since we started asking this question. But the the question is, on a scale of one to ten, how badly do you want to see the Seahawks wear those throwback silver helmet uniforms? Oh, I'm rocking ten. those colors. Yeah, ten. I want to see them. I wish we would have got a chance to wear them. Yeah, we totally. Never even got a chance, totally. Right? Well, good news, everybody. They're coming next season, so get your credit cards right. ready because those jerseys are going to be flying off the shelf. Those well, DK fine. jerseys with the throwback. Oh, that's going to be sweet. Ooh, yeah, sweet. Uh, what is your favorite Pete-ism? Or Holmgren. Or yeah, or yeah. Holmgren. Yeah, that's true. The Big Show, isn't that what you call him? The Big Show. The, the Big, big show. show. Yeah. <laughs> Pete-ism. I don't know. Pete had so many is isms, and right, he was all over the place. Yeah, I, I, yeah all I right. don't. What? Wait. Okay. Then I'll ask you this: Why do they call you bread? Okay, that's a long one. They um, all call you bread. The sorry. whole time we were traveling around, around Germany, all the former Hawks, all you guys, Lofa, all his friends, everybody's calling Sean bread, and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, it's nobody knows me really, as Sean. You like Sean? Like who? Who? Bread? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. But uh, it started in high school. I'm, huh. 
I'm a North Carolina Southern thing, and one of my coaches, I was fair skinned, like, and he just, had, I, I was yellowish, and he just called me cornbread one day. <laughs> and they took it and ran with him. Honest story. Took it and ran with it. It was ninth grade. It's followed me from high school, tried to ditch it in college. One of my good friends from college followed, you know, went to the same school. We we're in the brickyard one day. And she yells at why I'm with my buddies and stuff, and I'm playing stupid. Like, who she's like, you know. <laughs> That's not me. Don't act <laughs> like you don't know who you're. Don't act brand new. So um, I'll there. I get to Seattle. You know, people on the searching the web. Robbie Toback, first uh, day. <laughs> why do they call you cornbread? I'm like, how did you find this? Where did you get this? And then it, it start from cornbread to just bread. Oh, there cornbread you go. Cornbread too much to say, so everybody's just like bread. All right. Well, if you see Sean in an airport, you know what to say now, or you know what to yell. Yeah. Yeah. Yell bread. I'll probably answer better to bread than Sean. Than Sean. <laughs> yeah. Yell bread. He'll pretend not to hear you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, where were you during the beast quake? I know the answer to this, but tell everybody. Where were you? Oh, Chasing the ball. That's right. <laughs> On the field, trying baby. To, trying not to get a penalty and trying not to uh, pop a hamstring at the same time. What's the What's <laughs> the name of that play when they called it? 17 power. Yeah. We haven't played. We hadn't. That's one of those plays that's, that are in, just in the playbook. We didn't call it. We. Yeah. I, I bet you we didn't run that play all season. Maybe I don't remember one. it. I don't think so at all. And, you know, when I'm breaking the huddle, I'm like, great call. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I. Because we run zone, zone, we're zone oh, left, zone right, all the way. And why, you know, switch it up, you hit them down the middle. But we never did that. Wow. And so in that play, yeah, it was a great, I said in my head, I'm like, great call. I knew we were going to get some yards, but, you know, didn't expect that. Yeah. You know, obviously. Yeah. And I'm chasing the play because the same thing happened uh, the other night. It's my defensive end is probably the one that can, you know, make that play by the chase down because the ball always goes front side and it always cuts back. And the one guy that makes that play is the defensive end. And so I was, you know, chasing behind because that's the point where they get those fumbles, those back. Oh, those sure, yeah. Come from behind, yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah. Luckily he didn't, but yeah. Oh, man, what a play. Uh, who, who had more blocks on that play, you or Hasselbeck? Probably Hasselbeck. <laughs> I, honestly, I tell everybody this, if you watch the play, I got a minus because <laughs> I got a I got a positive but a minus because it's we call it in college like the lazy dog. It's you kind of you don't let him get upfield, but the defensive end always retraces. You just so, kind of sit there. Yeah, and they retrace, and then uh, we kind of played like dosy -si do where I blocked him, and then we kind of danced a little bit more, and then he just. You know, went around me and all that. But no, you're hey, you're there, man. Every time I watch that play, I'm like, there he is. There's well, yeah. there, there's bread. But going back, <laughs> yeah. Once again, great play from this. But when you get the film, it's like, what are you doing? You got a minus though. <laughs> Who cares that Marshawn did it all himself and scored a touchdown and the crowd is going crazy? You get a minus on that play. <laughs> well, my last question to everybody that we that we've had on that we've asked this silly questionnaire to is, uh, what's your favorite play as a Seahawk? Is is that is the Beastquake the one? Um, I got a one A and one B. Okay. Uh, Super Bowl year, we're playing the Redskins. You know, Sean had got knocked out and all that, and there it was a tight score. And um, we always go left. Myself and Chris Gray and Robbie Tobat, we used to you know 
we'd have bets going into the film room on Wednesday. How many plays are going to come back to the right? <laughs> Not many. Everything, I mean, everything went left. Right. And it came back right because it cut back to the right. And uh, so it was, Max Stone was in the game and it was third and something. Might have been third and one, third and two, something like that. And we called 36T, right side called. I'm like, did he really? Did he? <laughs> You know, <laughs> as we're calling the play, you're not expecting to go. You're going between our two Hall of Famers over there yeah. to win the game. Right. And yeah. obviously in my head, I'm like, great call, because everybody thinks we're going left. And we always went left. Never went right. Yeah. And especially in short yardage and, you know, goal line when it really comes down to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that's a big one. That's that's up there. That sealed the game for us to, you know. Was that the one that Mac winded back or he went yeah, 30 Mac's yards? Strong. Oh, yeah. nice! Incredible, it's especially our fullback, and we yeah. we you know we're hurt by playing our fullback as a single back, and we went to the right side. So it was just a good call by Hong from the you know, and some that we never really did. So I know they weren't expecting it. Well, and and a shout out to Max Strong, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oof. What a player! Oh, geez. Fourteen years. Fourteen. Wow. Fourteen, Fourteen years, years undrafted too, leading the yeah. way. Wow. And. And they were getting it back then, three or three days, two days. Like there were no rules to say and all yeah. this NFLPA stuff. So those are the guys that were really, you play 14 years or like Bruce Matthews, offensive lineman, played 20 years. 20. Wow. wow. Oh my God. Man. I could talk to you guys Not all day. Like getting getting you guys on the show is the best. I could talk to you all day. I mean, I could ask you about playing with Walter, playing with, with Steve. I mean, there's just so much blocking for Sean and then Marshawn. And I mean, just. You got to come back. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Great. Got to get Brett back on the show, Lofa. Absolutely. Especially since this is his third time on, but only the the second time that people can hear. (laughs) Right on. It might be the first one, because unless you're on Patreon, I don't think anyone saw the... Oh, that's true. Right? Yeah, video evidence. Uh, You guys, we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Take12Pod. That's it, yeah. Barely more than a dollar a week. See this uh, show in all its video glory. Shout out to our sponsors, uh, Heritage Distilling Company. Get their advent calendar. Get their cocoa bomb whiskey. Uh, what else do they got? They got uh, the the ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. Ready-to-drink cocktails. Just crack yeah. them open, pour them over ice. At all grocery stores, fine liquor stores up there in the PNW. Heritage Distilling Company, everybody. Wiener Schnitzel, two locations in Western Washington, Everett and Fife. Go in, mention Take 12. Get a free small beverage with any purchase and take an unwrapped toy and donate to the first annual Wieners and Toys. <laughs> also, Simply Seattle and EpicSeats.com. If you're buying or selling Seahawks tickets or Kraken tickets or tickets to anything, sell your tickets at EpicSeats.com. Mention Take 12. You get an extra $12 per ticket. Come on now. If you got two tickets to Huge. sell, that's an extra 24 bucks. Just for mentioning us. Huge. If you are buying tickets and you mentioned Take 12, you get an extra 12% off when you spend 100 bucks. Thank you to EpicSeats.com. Also, uh, we got two tickets to the Niners games uh, to give away. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. From EpicSeats.com. So email us if you want the tickets to the Thursday night primetime matchup. Thank you to EpicSeats.com for furnishing those. For Sean and Lofa, I'm Brett. We'll see you next time on the show. Guys, let's put our hands in the middle. We got to do this in person at Wienerstitz the last time, but we're doing it virtually this time. Sean, come on, break us down. 
O-line style. O-line style? Uh, you know what? We're going to go for the kids today. We had the toy drive and all that. So kids, for the kids on three. One, two, three. For, for the, the kids. kids. It actually ended where the theme song ended. That's yeah. Recording stopped. It never does that. That was awesome. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.